Hey, Ethan, how's it going? Hey, John, it's going great. It's uh, getting sunny outside and uh, things are opening back up. We have a great topic today, too. Is your organization ready for tax season? It's going to be great speaking to our guest today, George uh, Padilev, the Strategic Alliance Manager at Avalara, and Elizabeth Frazier, um, yeah. NetSuite Strategic Alliance Manager at Avalara. Avalara is one of North America's leading solutions uh, for tax compliance that works directly with NetSuite. So why don't we just get to it? Welcome to Guru's Cloud Connect, your one-stop tech talk where we discover the best business tools with the experts behind them. Filmed on set in a live setting with our gurus in Montreal. Guru Solutions is North America's largest Oracle NetSuite ERP services provider. Visit their website at gurusolutions.com with your hosts, Ethan Bozoglu and John Serino. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. Uh, it's my first podcast, so uh, I- I'm really excited about this. Tell our audience a little bit about yourselves before we get started and, and um, what you do and, you know, who is Avalara? Uh, in terms of my role here, I'm on our strategic alliances team and uh, I specialize in the NetSuite uh, partnership. And really what that means is I'm in charge of helping to support with any training, events, uh, in-person activity, really anything that can come up in terms of education and lead generation to really strengthen our partnership with NetSuite. I've been at Avalara for just over four years. um, And I just recently was promoted to the NetSuite specialist. So I focus on the NetSuite ecospace. and, and fortunately, I love what I do. And my job is just to maintain the relationship between Avalir and Gurus. The big topic is uh, tax laws are changing in 2021. Can you guys talk a little bit about how those changes are affecting, you know, the rules, rates, and boundaries of tax compliance? Traditionally, you were looking at people buying things, you know, in stores. And yes, you did have an online presence. But from, from 2019 to 2020, you saw a 33% increase in e-commerce business. And it was a huge jump. And the reason why is because of the COVID era, right? So because of that, you're looking at a lot of changes happening in the eco space. And it's something that's happened since 2018, you know, because of this e-commerce type of situation, you have states that were not collecting the sales tax, 42% of revenue, uh, is attached to sales tax. The different laws across different states further complicate things a little bit, right? So Avalara, what it does is it dynamically in real time knows what rates that are happening for the products. And it will also let you know what the taxability is for those states. Not to mention the fact that if you're currently not filing in those states, Avalara will issue a warning saying, hey, you're reaching this threshold to where you're going to start having to collect sales tax. And that's something not offered by the native NetSuite system or any of our, you know, the Shopify's or the Magento's because they just have sales tax tax tables. And we offer those tax tables for free if that's all you want. But Avalara has a full automated solution that'll help you get there. Just to clear up some of the vernacular around taxes, what is tax remittance exactly? How would you define it? Tax remittance is really the payment of the taxes owed in the states where Mm. a has triggered that obligation. Why does it become difficult for e-commerce companies running on Shopify to handle tax remittance? 
E-commerce companies can easily trigger the new economic nexus laws in place. And because most of them are running on a shopping cart like Shopify, or it could be Magento, WooCommerce, um, and we support each of them. Although these applications can definitely calculate sales tax, and most have that embedded already through Avalara, when it comes to the remittance piece, however, that's not something that they can automate. So you can think forward, it can really become a nightmare to try and process these remittances manually for companies that need to remit, say, in multiple states. We're talking right. that can quickly jump from 5, 10, 20 to all 50 states, right? Um, and some of the nuances there and, and the real complexities are that there is different filing requirements and different schedules at potentially not just the state, but at the city level as well. So I may be required to file quarterly versus monthly, and that could also be at the state or completely different at the city level. Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, Avalara's solution? How does it work? And especially to simplify tax compliance. If we break that down in terms of calculating sales tax rates, um, you know, typically when you think of what would come equipped with a Shopify and, and a shopping cart, those are standard tax rate tables. What Avalara is doing is taking that one step further and we have dynamic tax calculations that are taking place because we're factoring in changes as they get introduced. So all of that is being updated in real time because you might know that there is different product taxability rules and, and restrictions. There's different products that are completely exempt from being taxed. If within a standard rate table, that won't you know, factor that in. So for example, I always like sharing this example, in the state of New York, a t-shirt under $110 is considered tax exempt, but once it crosses the $110 threshold, it's taxable. That is one article of clothing for, you know, in theory, a retailer that mm. he could have thousands of different product SKUs, right? So that's really where the granularity helps with, with the fully automated uh, calculation engine. Then we have the exemption, exemption certificate tool. So, you know, that's really where companies can get caught because what certificate uh, management entails is on those transactions that are exempt from having to calculate sales tax. So think of a company that has a lot of B2B as part of their business. So they could be doing wholesale, resell, um, think of, you know, construction companies, um, you know, project management, they would have a big component of their business that would require keeping track and keeping on file these exemption certificates. And that is low hanging fruit when it comes time to an audit. And that's really where Avalara can help in terms of automating that process. Another thing is cross-border. So cross-border, we can actually calculate what those landed costs are of certain products with Harmony codes. So for example, we have a VP that lives in Canada actually. Um, and what he did is he ordered a GoPro from the United States. Well, he ordered it, he paid $2.99. But when he got it to his doorstep in Canada, the postman asked the 
him for another $100 because of landed cost. Now, that not only does a few things for you. One, it's a, it, it seems like it's almost a bait and switch, right? Oh, you're charging me $299 and then I'm going to have to pay another $100. Right. It gives a poor experience to your mm -hmm. customers, in which case they're going to be reluctant to order again. And the problem yeah. is, is that in such a competitive environment, you want to be accurate in terms of what you're charging because you want your customer to have that best experience. And in a competitive environment, if you undercharge, well, you're going to have to pay those taxes, right? But if you overcharge, you're not going to be competitive. So that's one thing, just being accurate really is the best way of moving forward in calculating those taxes and making sure that your customer has that right number of what they're going to pay. That resonates with me because I had that exact same experience about a year ago. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I had previous experiences with that online retailer, that might have been my first and last, um, you know, purchase from them. So I, in a world where first impressions also mean so much and, and creating the best possible user experience for the end user, um, you know, how do how do things like integrations between Avalara and NetSuite and Shopify or others, you know, help solve these pain points for online retailers? You're looking at, you know, Shopify, for example, they just have rate tables. They don't have a full end solution like managing exemption certificates or filing those returns. And actually Suite Tax also, you know, it's just a native NetSuite part of their system, but it does have limitations. Avalara can do complex tax rules that Sweet Tax can't do or handle. We also integrate seamlessly with Sweet Commerce and Sweet Commerce in Advance and Sweet Commerce in Store and Sweet Billing, which is something that you know Sweet Tax can't do. Uh, so a, a lot of times we just have that competitive advantage because we can also integrate seamlessly with any POS systems, whether you're using a Salesforce or whether you're using an e-commerce store, we can actually speak to everyone seamlessly so you can have a better experience. On the topic of online retail, can we talk about the Wayfair Act? Can you tell absolutely. us a little bit about the, the background and how that's impacting e-commerce? Yeah, no, absolutely. So the Wayfair Act, it was Wayfair versus South Dakota that happened in 2018. Now, because before that, you have to actually talk about uh, the Quill Corp versus North Dakota, and that was a 2004 Supreme Court decision. So the Quill Corp versus North Dakota was a Supreme Court case to where the state of North Dakota told the Quill Corp, hey, you're selling into our residents. You need to collect sales tax for them so you can remit to us because they needed revenue, right? So the Quill Corp said, hey, we don't have any physical presence, so we're not required to collect sales tax. It went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, no, because you don't have physical presence, you are not required to collect sales tax. So the state of North Dakota lost. Now, fast forward to 2018, you have the exact same Supreme Court case, different plaintiff and defendants, you know, this time it was South Dakota. What happened was is that they needed revenue and they were trying to figure out how to do it. So this time Wayfair was the defendant and South Dakota told Wayfair, hey, we want to be able to collect sales tax from, your, from all of the people that are buying from you. You need to start collecting sales tax. Well, the Wayfair Corporation cited the Supreme Court case in 2004 and said, hey, 
we don't have to collect sales tax because we don't have physical presence. Well, it went to the Supreme Court, court again. Only this time, they did side with the state of South Dakota. And it's essentially the same exact case. But the difference is one big piece, the internet. The internet has right. literally changed the landscape of how we do business, right? So you're looking at online retailers having an unfair disadvantage from brick and mortar stores. Brick and mortar stores are charging 10% more because they don't have to worry about paying sales tax. So those those internet companies were being un, had an unfair advantage. So because of that, they realized, okay, we need to start charging sales tax. And that led to a whole thing to where now, instead of having that physical presence, they added another nexus, which is the requirement to collect sales tax because there's multiple kinds. There's economic nexus, but there's also the physical presence. So if you have an office in North Carolina, you are now required to collect sales tax because you have an office. What do you think that means for the future of e-commerce? How do you think that's going to impact businesses in the long term? The big thing that you're noticing is that a lot of retailers thought, okay, we don't have to worry about sales tax. Well, now all these states are changing their laws because they're realizing they're not making money. So because of that, you now have to potentially file a return in 10, 15, 20, 30 states. And doing that is not a very good use of time. You know, it's not a, it's a non-revenue generating activity. You know, anyone in your finance department or like whoever's handling the sales tax returns, whether it's a, a VP of finance or a controller, you know, can be doing something that's a little more revenue generating, like streamline right. your accounts payable department, streamline your accounts receivable department or trying to bring a new product to market within a certain demographic and looking at that feasibility. That's a revenue generating activity, uh, which is something that we think is a little more important than you know calculating sales tax or managing those exempt certificates or, or filing those returns. Can you tell us a little bit why omni-channel retailers suffer the biggest pains when it comes to taxes and, and where does Avalara come in to help mitigate that risk? So for example, a brick and mortar business is will have static sales tax rates that aren't changing versus an e-commerce channel has, you know, the economic nexus challenges that we we're discussing in every different state. Um, some in fact have different ship to versus ship from tax implications. That's at the e-com level. Then you can get into marketplaces. Marketplaces are ever-changing and complicated as well because if I'm you know a marketplace through Amazon Amazon sometimes is the one responsible for collecting the tax other times it's the actual seller um, so again just so many different nuances and then lastly I would say there's international requirements that compound all of this so VAT taxes that we've touched on in Canada or abroad if you think of Brexit, right? Wow, what implications that's having for retailers that are now having to separate and understand what those tax challenges are, um, whether you're selling into the UK, um, right? Or as a customer, who's gonna be responsible for, for the taxes there? We have over 700 pre-built integrations to cover off each of these touch points at the transaction level. And so that we're applying all the logic to determine the correct rates depending on 
what you're selling and where you're selling it to ensure that companies are compliant um, should the tax collector come around and decide to do an audit. You know, Elizabeth George, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us today. This has been really interesting subject matter for us. And on that note, we will have a, a link down below in the description sure. if you want to check out Avalara's website and their products. If any of your clients do feel that they would want any more questions or if they need any more help or even having a discussion, it doesn't cost anything to have a conversation. And I would recommend reaching out to Guru's Solution and seeing who they could talk to at Avalara and I'd be more than happy to put you guys through to that salesperson. Thanks yeah. for joining today, guys. It's perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks to Guru's Solutions. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you know, we absolutely love having you on. Hope we can do this again in the future. And uh, in the meantime, for our listeners, if you're looking to get in touch with um, Avalara, we'll have links, as Aiden mentioned, uh, in the description of the video. If you want to get in touch with Gurus to find out more about Avalara, we'll also have links in the description of the video. And uh, hope to see you all soon.